Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hello, Dolphin fans. Yes, that's right. We're back with yet another season of previews and reviews of your Miami Dolphins. Each week, we will discuss the upcoming game, analyzing the opponent, and then follow every game with a review show with all the highs and lows of the game. This season looks to be one of the most exciting seasons we have had in a good while, and we are really, truly excited to be there every step of the way. So please look for us and follow us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Please feel free to leave comments after each show, as we truly appreciate any feedback. Now let's kick off this week's show. And it's another Fin Fans podcast. Yesterday, the Dolphins were in Germany. I thought, you know, I was obviously disappointed with the loss, and I was disappointed with the offense a little bit, but uh, I thought the defense played really well, and uh, they kept us in the game. And uh, the offense just couldn't do enough to uh, come out of there with a win. Uh, you know, I was I was really, like I said, impressed with the defense. They they shut down Kansas City after the early scores, and uh, you know Tyree Kill had that fumble, and and you know that was returned for a touchdown, and uh, you know things went bad from there. So uh, anyway, I'm here with uh, Ryan Norwood. Hey there, Dolphins. What did you think of the game, Ryan? I mean, obviously you're disappointed in the loss, but the actual physical play. What what were your impressions? Uh, first and foremost, I, I think a lot of fans have had issue with the defense um, up to this point. I think yep. this was hands down their best game. They played outstanding. I mean, they only gave up 14 points to the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. That's impressive. Yep. Um, you know, having our two starting corners back out there, Cater Co., who I thought played a really, really good game. He had some nice open field tackles. Um, Bradley Chubb made some impact plays. But like you said, Mike, our offense just didn't show up yep it's a repetitive theme when we're playing these good teams on the road and uh you know if you keep losing games like this you're going to end up on the road in the playoffs assuming you make the playoffs so you know they're kind of making their own bed and what they need to do is really bear down and figure out you know how to combat defenses when they restrict miami's offense Absolutely. And I think Miami failed to run the ball. I mean, they they kind of got away from it and I understand they were down, but the running the running game has been so good for us that just kind of pushing it to the side does no, nobody any good. Yeah, you know, they they were a little stubborn I think in the running game yesterday. They were running wide a lot and mm-hmm. uh, you know, 
it obviously wasn't working, you know, and, and <laughs> yep. so you got you to gotta change what you're doing, you know, and I think they were a little stubborn to change, but eventually they did, and, and they were running more in the middle, and uh, Mostert was getting some yardage, you know, mm -hmm. but uh, like you said, you know, they were down, so they were, you know, in comeback mode, and, uh, you know, they kind of, like, you, you know, didn't run maybe as much as we would have liked, but, you know, they lost this, really the difference in the game was the hill turnover and their inability to uh, move the ball properly, you know, yeah. late in the game. Well, early in the game as well, I mean, they, they did not, no help to the defense at all early in the agreed. game, first half. Yep, agreed. Uh, how can you not agree? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, they did not convert a third down conversion in the first half, nope. and that, that really says it all right there. And, you know, they were 0 for 1 on fourth down. Mm -hmm. So, you know, no consistency in the offense whatsoever. And uh, that, was, that was, you know, sad to see because, like yep. I said, you, re you really wanted to see a competitive game. You want to see Miami go toe-to-toe -to -toe with a good team and, you know, beat them. Absolutely, yep. They're staying with some of these teams, but they're not doing enough to beat them. And, uh, you know, with all the talent that we have on offense, I find that hard to understand. And, you know, like you said, we're, we're going toe-to-toe -to -toe them with them. This was not a blowout by Kansas City. We didn't get blown out by Philadelphia. I mean, we, we are in these or games. Or Buffalo until late. Right. You know? Yeah, if you look at just the score, you think, oh, well, they got beat bad. But no, it sure. was a game until about 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yep. And, I mean, granted... My biggest thing, and I've told you this already, all of these games have been away. Mm -hmm. the, the Dolphins, we all know they are a great team at home. I would like to get Kansas City at home or get Philly at home. We're going to see Buffalo later this year, and that's going to be a real big game for us. The opinion of some of the analysts uh, as to why Miami plays so much better at home and not so, so much on the road is because of crowd noise and the way... The, their t offense is set up, it's very reliant on timing. Uh, yeah, but you could say that about any team. Yep, but more so with Miami because of all the motions and things like that. If you can't time that up, it takes away, uh, you know, hill speed like you saw mm -hmm. yesterday. They were able to jam him at the line of scrimmage because they couldn't use the motions that, that they normally would use at home because of the crowd noise. I think it's also, there were a couple of pre-snap penalties by yep. uh, Chase Claypool. A couple of the offensive linemen had penalties. And that, you know, you kind of have to take a step back when those happen and eliminate the things that are leading to it, which is the pre-snap motion. Yeah, well, you know, you can look at that a lot of ways. But, mm. you know, the bottom line is... They fall short. Yes. And uh, they can't continue to fall short against these powerful teams or they're not going to be what we would like them to be. Right. So, you know, it was it was tough. It was tough to watch. Yeah. You know, uh, the start of the game, you know, you, you really thought Miami stood a good chance of uh, finding some success and they really couldn't. You know, that was surprising, I think, to most of the I was watching a game mm -hmm. with... Uh, about 2025 Dolphin fans, and, and we were really collectively surprised that they had so much difficulty moving the ball in the first half. Yeah, and again, it goes back to the, the penalties, but also there were a couple drop balls. There were a couple yeah. of, I mean, it looked like some of the running lanes just closed up so quickly there was nothing you could do. Self-inflicted wounds. Yeah. Yeah, th this was not a, a Kansas City beat Miami game. This was a Miami beat Miami game. I agree. That's exactly how I looked at it, yeah. you know? 
not to say that Kansas City is not a really good team because they are. Absolutely. Uh, but, you know, their defense is really, you know, the star of their team right now. It's not Mahomes and, and his offense, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, a change from the Chiefs that we've seen over the past f- three or four years. But, uh, you know, yesterday you could tell that, you know, their defense was the dominant side of the ball for them, much like it was for us. Yeah. And great teams adapt. They they overcome what they need to. If, you know, Kansas City has no wide receivers and no running game, their defense wins games. Yep. I mean, we did it early this year when we couldn't get a passing game going, and then Mostert and Achan broke off 350 yards. I mean, we changed the game plan, and it worked for us just this week. For whatever reason, they didn't do that. Yeah. Well, you know, you can expect teams to continue to try and be physical with the receivers and uh, uh, put some pressure on the quarterback. I mean, they had the perfect game plan for Miami, mm-hmm. you know, for, for defending their offense. And uh you know, McDaniel had no answers. Uh, you know, they, they they did have two scoring drives in the second half, so I suppose that's a little bit of an adjustment compared to the first half. Yeah. But uh, in the end, it wasn't enough. No, and, you know, we got to find something. I mean, Hill and Waddle, absolutely great receivers, but when they get taken away, who's that next guy to step up? We don't have a tight end. You know, is it going to be Braxton Berrios? Maybe Chase Claypool has not really done anything here uh Wilson I saw he had the great touchdown catch great catch but he also had a couple of errors early in the game yep it all adds up it does I mean we don't have not having a tight end you know that safety blanket that most teams have really hurts us the other thing that we don't have Ryan is a mobile quarterback that can extend plays Mm -hmm. and I'm not bashing Tua and saying this this is just a fact it's reality it's something that a lot of teams have and we don't Absolutely. No, that is not his game. His game is, you know, pinpoint accuracy, get the ball out quick. He's the point guard. Yes, which is why they're jamming up the offense. Yeah. Because obviously that throws off the timing and uh, puts uh, Tua in rush mode and uh, causes mistakes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it was just they had the right game plan for yesterday. Yep. So where do they go from here? Well, luckily we go on a bye week. Yeah. Give some time. Heal up, because we all know Teron Armstead is not 100%. Well, I don't think he'll be 100%. No, but even 70% yeah. is better than any other option on the team. You know, Yeah, obviously. Get you know. Rob Hunt back, hopefully. Just heal up, clean yourself up, focus, and the good news is when we come back, we're not playing a really tough team. I don't know. Raiders looked good yesterday. I didn't watch their game, because obviously I was, you know, where I mm-hmm. told you, but... Uh, you know, I, I didn't see any of it, actually, but it looked from the score that they uh, had an impressive win. I'll have to look further into it later in the week. But, uh, you know, I, you really feel like Miami was so close. Yes. They were so close, you know. They were, so I don't want to uh, exaggerate the loss, but it is kind of alarming that uh, they're just not proficient on the road, and that's something they're going to have to clean up if they're going to do any damage going forward. Yeah. I mean, the, the benefit for us is we have more home games this year than we do road games. Yep. But yeah, you, at least against the really good teams. Because if we're going to somewhere, like uh, going to play the Giants or somebody, I don't think we're going to have too much of an issue. Right. But playing against Kansas City, playing against Philadelphia, playing against Buffalo, you know, it, Dallas later, you know, if we have to go yep. going into Dallas, that's going to be a problem. 
like these teams that are really good going away and playing against them is not going to be good for us. You know, it's it's hard to say going forward. You've, you've got Las Vegas, obviously, and we talked about that. You've got the Jets, and we all know that Miami is going to have some trouble against the Jets Absolutely. because their defense is really good. Well, it's a divisional game, and it doesn't matter yeah. how good or bad a team is. In a divisional game, it's going to be a game. Yep. And then, you know, you've got Washington and then Tennessee and then back to the Jets again. Yep. So, you know, that that's a pretty tough five games, I mm-hmm. think. You know, the Raiders might be the easiest of the five. We'll see how that turns out. Uh, you know, and then after that, you've got uh, uh, the Jets again, Dallas, Baltimore, and Buffalo. And that's, that's a brutal way to finish the season. Yeah. So, I mean, the good news is two of the last three, we played the Cowboys and we played the Bills at home. Right. So we and, were going into Baltimore, which... In, into Washington and into Baltimore. Yeah, but Washington's kind of in... I mean, we saw them get rid of their two defensive ends, and yep. I think yep. they're kind of heading into a rebuild yeah, they're, mode. Yeah, they're closing up shop. Yeah, sure. so I don't I don't want to say to look past that game or even to look past, you know, the, the um, Tennessee game. Well, you can't. Right. But those are not games that... They don't I, scare you. Yeah. I count them, I look at them, and I see, okay, this is a game that we should have a comfortable win. Yep. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes, yeah. you know. But so, uh, you know, if if you win all the games that you should win, mm-hmm. uh, they, sh- they should beat Las Vegas. They should s- probably split with the Jets, right? So uh, you, you got, don't think so? I had them before the season started. I thought they would sweep the Jets. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Jets' defense took a, a big step forward. Mm-hmm. But their offense has not been very good. Right. So that's one, again, just like this last week, if our defense plays good and our offense can get something going, I think we'll be fine. Okay. Well, I've got them splitting with the Jets as we sit this minute. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got the Raiders, mm-hmm. you know, we should beat, and we have the Jets that we should beat one. So that's two wins. And then you've got Washington. I would say that's three wins. Yep. Tennessee, four wins. And then, you know, Dallas and uh, Baltimore. Buffalo, you know, mm-hmm. can they win two of those games? My opinion, I think they do. I think Buffalo, again, when they do come to Miami, I think that's going to be a huge benefit for, for well, us. That's that's, that's going to be a must win, I think. I think it's, yeah, that's in, uh, well, the way the Bills have been looking last week. Um, no, but I mean, for us, you know, if we're talking playoff aspirations, that's probably yeah. going to be a must win. Yeah. It'll definitely depend on how the Jets finish out the season. Yeah, because right now we are yep. ahead in the division. So even I mean, as long as we win the division, that's step one. Um, and then once the playoffs happen, we've all seen you know six seeds going on to win the Super Bowl. So anything can happen. But yeah, we definitely need to play those last three games like it's you know for the playoff seating. Yeah, yeah. Well, it really, I I would say the last four games because you have the Jets at home True. too. Yes. And that's yep. that's one that you know you would think you would win or you would hope you know, so. It may be tough. It may be tough, but mm-hmm. you you think that they should come out in front. Yeah. But uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, you know, bottom line is they're going to have to beat some good teams to get where they want to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just I'm I'm just happy that at least we play some of these games at home. We get a you know a little bit more of a chance to win the games when we're at home. So. Yeah. Agreed. And it goes back to the motion thing, you know, yeah. when they can be, when they can be creative with the offense, it gives them an advantage, but, uh, at times they just can't do it. Yep. So we'll, you know, we'll see how they adjust because they have to adjust. Yeah. They have to come up with something that's going to be effective against these teams, pressing the receivers yeah. and trying to uh, take us out of time. And even if that's finding, you know, a third 
a true third receiver who can, you know, they want to take away Hill and Waddle, we can find somebody else. If A-Chan comes back and we can have him and Mostert running the ball, that makes the defense back off. Mm-hmm. It can. If you're effective with it, yep. then uh, we should hopefully have him back for the next game. Yeah. I think that, I mean, honestly, the game against the Raiders should be the first game this season where we actually have a full starting team like what we imagined in the preseason. Agreed. All right. What we're going to do is we're going to take a step back for just a couple minutes and we'll be right back. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Getting back to yesterday's game, what were your, what were your positive takeaways? What, what did you take from it that gives you hope going forward? The defense. Like, that's it. The defense played a fantastic game and we really saw kind of what the vision I guess for what uh, Fangio's vision is for this team right I think he coached a great game you know Travis Kelsey did not have the huge explosive game there wasn't a single running back over I think 66 yards they just did not have a good offensive performance at all and in the second half of the game they didn't score a single point yep so I think the defense you know they say defense wins championships Yes. So I think if we get that kind of performance for the rest of the season, we will be just fine. It's, you know, I think as long as as long as you're not turning it over on offense, you know, and giving them cheap touchdowns, which is kind of what we did. Yeah. And that that would ended up being the difference in the game. It did. Yeah. Then you have the, you know, the snap problems to it. To his guys keep keep his eye on that. That snap was not terrible. It it was not. (laughs) He I think, like you said, he just took his eye off a little bit. It's just like a receiver, you know. Yep. Looking up field before the ball gets to him. He yep. I mean, it, it may have been a little bit to his right, you know, but it <sighs> was it was certainly a, a, a catch he would make nine times out of ten. Yeah, that was not a Connor Williams issue. That was Tua just yeah. looking up. He just, he just bumped, you know, yep. he fumbled it. Yeah. So it happens, but you can't have it happen in that time of the game. Yeah. You know? I mean. You're driving, trying to tie the game up and that happens. And it's that's just, when the pressure is on, you mm-hmm. know, you've got to be able to handle that pressure. Yeah, and I, I, I honestly think Tua is going to learn from that issue. I do, too. I think, you know, he'll definitely take that into account, and he'll learn from it and move on. I do, too. Um, you know, it, it, you need the team around him to excel. Yes. And uh, Hill did not excel yesterday. No. And uh, I was very disappointed in his game, you know, because he was hyping himself up and talking all that trash and... You know, what he did was he hyped the Chiefs up, and obviously, <laughs> you know, uh, he suffered for it. I'm sure that they're going to rub that, uh, you know, touchdown in his face. Oh, you yeah. Know? I mean, uh, I mean I'm mean, i sure he's friends with most of the people on that team, you know? Yeah, you got to figure, and he's probably still in contact with Reed and with Mahomes and all those sure, guys. Sure, sure. Um, as bad as that touchdown, you know, the fumble that led to a touchdown was, he also, in the first half, had a uh, pass hit him right in the hands and just fall through, and yep. he was clear he had green grass in front of him had he caught that ball yeah so yeah yep. just frustrating it Very was frustrating, and then waddle but... getting hurt and you know is he at full strength is he not i don't even know anymore 
well, you know, I think they all have little nicks and uh, bruises, you know, yeah. but uh, if it's anything serious, I don't know. But uh, thankfully, you'll have two weeks to rest yes. and, uh, uh, you know, recover a little bit as as will the guy, other guys who need it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like you said, Armstead and uh, some of the linemen have been battling injury yeah. and, uh, you know, I, I hope. Uh, Rob Hunt can come back because yep. he's a guy we need in there. You know, when you, when Eichenberg is in the game, bad things happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm not just saying it like it is, you know. <laughs> you're, no, you're 100% right. And, I, and, you know, as bad as he's played, I think it's the team that kind of, like, that guy has not played in one position for more than, what, two weeks yep. in a row in his yep. career. So, you know, that it's hard to do when you're a player going from left to right to center to back and forth and the coaching and everything just i kind of feel well, bad for him i i get that and uh you know i i think they'd rather he play center but you know yesterday didn't afford them that opportunity mm -hmm. uh so we'll see what happens going forward but uh i i you know me the, the takeaway i got out of the game was it was nice to see you know howard and uh R ramsey together yeah. you know and uh, that I thought the defense, you know, the same guys you always see, Sealer and AVG, uh, AVG. You know, they're they're making the plays. Yep. Brad and Chubb, Ch Chubb, yep. Jalen Phillips had some pressures in there as well. Yep, yep. It was it was a fun game, but by the defense, yeah. But the offense took all the joy away. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way I can put it. Yeah. Know? Yeah, I mean, you know, Lewis and I talked during the game, and and you know, we were really curious as to why they were so stubborn running outside. That because it wasn't effective. No, how many times do you need to see it's not going to work before you stop doing it? Well, apparently they didn't see that. <laughs> no, you know, especially to the right side. Yeah, they, were, they you know, the running right was not a good idea with uh, the linemen they had in the yeah, game. Yeah, Chris Jones over there. Yep. Yeah, he he is a dominant force, and it, we had the same issue against Philadelphia, where yep, you know they had Hassan Reddick, and he was just manhandling us. Yeah, yeah, they got to fix it. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they got to fix it. And I, you know, I'm I'm concerned about you know uh, the team's ability to to gather themselves and not have the false starts and all those mental penalties. You know. Yeah. You you know it's one thing if you hold and you know you accidentally hold or or you know you uh, uh, have an unnecessary roughness call or something of that nature mm -hmm. you know you you can accept some of those things but uh, the mental errors are you know yeah they beat you you know they beat you and uh, that's to me that's what happened yesterday we had a lot of mental errors yeah and they all happen seem to happen on third down going from like yep. third and six or seven to third and. 10, 11, 12. You know, so is that forced by the defense or is that just us not executing properly? Oh, that's you know, execution. The, yeah. I believe it's execution. That's how I look at it yeah. too. Kansas City fans may feel differently, but that's how I look at it. Yeah. Uh, I thought we did not play our best game, no. you know. Uh, and I'm going to be, you know, we're going to be at the Raider game in, in a couple of weeks. And uh, it'll be, really be interesting, you know, to see it from the live perspective, you know. What changes do they make? Are they effective? Because they got to take the bye week and put some new things in the offense that, you know, teams haven't seen. Yep. Uh, because what the teams have seen, they're shutting down. The better defenses are anyway. Let me ask you a question, Mike. So I've been thinking about this. I mean, Daniel's a bright guy. Yep. Do you think that with these big games, you know, against teams that are probably going to be in the playoffs, do you think he's holding a little back to try and save it for later? Maybe. 
Maybe. I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, but now, you know, I think the teams are forcing him to adapt. Yeah. You know, so he's got to come up with something that's going to be effective, like I said, you know, w- w- when they are jamming the receivers, because mm-hmm. it is messing with the timing. Yeah, I mean, you, you saw it. Uh, yeah. Pass just glanced off Hill's hands. Mm-hmm. You know, had, had he not gotten hit at the line of scrimmage, that pass would have been right on target. Yeah. And I, I mean, they did, they did try a couple things, you know, obviously with the screen pass, but Kansas City's defense just rallied and, you know, you couldn't yeah. even run a screen. Like I said, the wide stuff wasn't working. No. So stop going to the wide stuff. Yeah. And this is one <laughs> of those scenarios where you need one of those bigger backs who can yeah. drive up the middle and just tire the defense out. Yeah. Or, or just, you know, throw, throw quick passes, you know, like, uh. A simple slant, you know, yeah. or just passes that are easier to uh, execute when you are getting jammed. Mm-hmm. We'll see what they do going forward. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not as disappointed as I could be, but uh, I was not happy yesterday. No, I mean, <laughs> it, and I'm disappointed because, you know, the offense is supposed to be what leads this team. But like you said, you know, you can't be too disappointed because we, we saw what we wanted out of the defense and Yes. You know, we yes. know what the offense can do. So if we can get those two married together, this team's going to be, you know, a powerhouse. Absolutely. And, and that's what you hope for. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I'm not as disappointed as I could be, because I really was very optimistic about the way the defense played. Yeah. You know, all the guys you want to produce on that defense were producing. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what you hope happens on the offensive side of the ball, you know? Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, but. You know, they're going to, like we said, they're going to play some tough games. They're going to be tested, and they've, they've got to have answers. Yeah. And that's on McDaniel. You know, he's got to come up with something that's going to work. Yeah. We'll see how they adjust, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I am, too. I'm looking forward to getting our guys back, you know, getting our playmakers, getting our offensive line to full strength for really the first time this season. And Do you know what injuries happened yesterday? Uh, off the top of my head, I don't recall. I know Waddle had a hamstring issue. Yeah, he he went out and came back, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. So I don't think that's anything too serious. No, but he was limping on the sidelines pretty noticeably during the game. Um, yeah. So I think he it was one of those things where he just kind of played through it. Yeah, sure. Which is what you hope he would do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, that, you know, and I think he had a, a really good run on a double reverse after the injury. Yes. And, you know, yes. he looked good even, even if he wasn't at, you know, full strength. Right. So we'll say, uh, you know, uh, ho- hopefully they come back, you know, against the Raiders. They get HN back mm-hmm. and uh, uh, they can do some stuff with him to, uh, you know, hopefully get him into open spaces. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because y- you got to score more than 14 points. <laughs> That's the bottom <laughs> yeah. line, you know? <laughs> yeah. So hopefully he can help them accomplish that. And I think based off what we've seen from him this year, he's going to, you know, definitely add to our offense. I think. It's kind of a good week for us to have a bye. You know, they can really kind of mentally reset. Maybe, maybe take and self-analyze. You know, yeah. But even if they just take a day or two, like away from football, to to kind of mentally recharge. Yeah, yeah. Let yeah. your body charge, mentally recharge, spend time with your families, and then come back. You know, in a better state. Yeah, I, I am. I'm sure they'll probably have. You know, one of the for. I think it's the first week they get off, and then the second okay. week they go back to normal routine. Okay. Yeah, that uh, that's great. But the but the coaches don't stop. They continue to uh, do their thing. You know, uh, as far as uh, well, game preparation. Yeah, but 
I would say even like a day or a day or so for the coaches to kind of step back and reset because we've seen McDaniel kind of overthink things a little bit um, yep. time and time again and just, you know, take a day, take your kids to Disney or do something and come back with a different perspective. Yeah, I hear you. Um, <laughs> Chris Rigoni is texting <laughs> me. He went off this morning, you know, and he's apologizing. So, yeah, everybody's frustrated, oh, you yeah. know. Uh, Everybody's frustrated. It's hard not to be frustrated, but, uh, you know, we're going to see the value of McDaniels over the rest of the season. Does he come up with something that will be effective? And and does he get the team to be more disciplined? That's really something he's got to focus on. He's got to get them to stop making so many um, unforced errors. That uh, So he like the system he comes from, and we talked about this before the season, system he comes from is a system where they don't really focus too much on penalties because they know that their explosive plays are going to make up for it. Yeah. So I don't know that he has the real ability to kind of take, to make that change because he's not the emotional guy. He's not going to get fired up. He's not going to do any of that stuff. He's very logical. So penalties are something we're going to end up living with. It's just, can the team function around them? Look, there's always going to be, you know, a holding call or, or, or something that, you know, involves competition. Mm-hmm. But the false starts and um, just some of the errors that they have, illegal shifts. and Yeah. And you got to be disciplined. That's all. The illegal you know? shift was weird because like the false starts, I know a couple of the false starts were on our backup linemen. Yep. Um, but the illegal shift was on Hill and um, the fullback. So it's two guys that are on the field regularly. Yep. Which just to me did not make now, sense. I, I thought they were set for a second personally, but mm-hmm. maybe they weren't. But regardless, they have to know, you know, <laughs> yeah, what they need to do because that that can't be a penalty. Yeah. You know, we can't be having those kind of penalties because that's just execution. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, as I said, I did think they were set for a second. Yeah. But evidently, the ref, you know, didn't agree. So. Yeah, I mean, the, those know, are the calls that can go either way. Really, yep. I mean, they they honestly talked about Hill's fumble as if it was going to be an incomplete pass to begin, and it just didn't go that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, you know, we're not going <laughs> to belabor the point. You know, <laughs> uh, they got to play better. They do. I mean, that's the bottom line. Yeah. They got to play better on defense. They've got to force turnovers. You know. Yeah. And uh, they got to help the offense a little bit. And, and yesterday we saw some of that. You yep. know, they they at least forced one turnover, mm-hmm. but. Uh, you know, I, I'm greedy. I'd like a couple more per game, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, it's just tough when I don't think Mahomes really threw towards Ramsey at all. Yep. Um, he was testing, you know, he was throwing middle of field against Jerome Baker, and there were a couple passes yes. towards Cater Kohu. He was not testing out X or Ramsey, and those are the guys that are going to make those plays. Right. I agree. All right. Well, we'll be back Wednesday, and uh, when we come back, we'll... Uh, have some people on and uh, we'll uh, do a little bit of a round table. And uh, uh, then next week, you know, we'll go we'll get back to our regular uh, preview uh, show as far as Las Vegas is concerned. So is there anything else you'd like to add, Ryan? Uh, you know, if Chris is listening, which I'm sure he is, you know, just take a deep breath, man. We'll get through this and we're off to Vegas. That's it. You got to put it in the rear view mirror, yep. you know, next game next game so 
All right, Ryan, thanks for joining me. Uh, Lewis is uh, out of town, and, uh, and that gave you the opportunity to come on here and uh, talk a little bit about the team and your, and your impressions of the game, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go through the play-by-play of these <laughs> games. It's just it's everybody watch the game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't have a lot to say on every play. I just don't. Uh, what I look at is total, total, you know, the total game, yep. you know, uh, the line did not play well. Mm-mm. Uh, Tua did not play well, which Mm-mm. makes sense if the line didn't play well. And the receivers uh, also. And then the, the, rece- the receivers didn't catch passes yeah. that they normally would catch. So they've got to put it together collectively. Yeah. You know, they, they deserved to lose yesterday. They That's did. the bottom line. Yep. So, all right. Uh, We'll be back later in the week, as I said. And until then, fins up, everybody. Fins up. All right, fin fans, that's today's show. I want to thank the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Sports Social podcast network. Check out these sites, guys. They've got articles and uh, podcasts, which I think you'll enjoy. All right. Until next week, be well and take care. Podcast Network.